something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Alicia Rye. And I am Sarah Wendell. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where you can get your daily dose of love. Our goal is to give you the feels every single day. We're here for you. We're going to make you feel lots and lots of awe. Today, we are going to be delving into the world of forbidden love with a special guest, Dr. Terry Simpson, who's going to be sharing a story of love, perseverance, and triumph. This is the story of how his Athabascan native father met his American mother, and together they fought for their love in spite of her family's objections, and those objections were many. Now, Alicia, I am very curious. Do you know how your parents met? I do. They were both working on a college production together of this play. My dad's job was to stand in the wings and yell out lines to the actors who forgot. And my mom was an actress. And so she said that she just started forgetting lines at some point to just so he would talk to her. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> so I think we should jump into today's love story. Absolutely. So our team at Love Struck Daily HQ has found this amazing video of Dr. Terry Simpson sharing the story of how his parents met. Now, you might have seen this on TikTok if you are on the tick and the talk. And we reached out to him to get the whole story. You will not believe this. It was 1947. 
and my father was on the GI Bill. He was an Alaska native. He had grown up in the Jesse Lee home, which is an orphanage in Alaska. He didn't speak English too well. He didn't speak any other language too well either. But he enrolled in the GI Bill in Lewis and Clark College, and there was this group that always liked to ski on Mount Hood. And this woman, who was my mother, fell, broke her wrists, and my father came down with these army skis, picked her up, and brought her to medical care. And uh, they liked each other, and they started dating, and they fell in love. And they were very careful because they all had the same group of friends, and they were all kind of, which they kept, by the way, their entire life. And she sort of had a sense that she didn't want to take my dad to meet her parents, who were Norwegian immigrants. And one day they found out that my father was Indian, Alaska native, Athabascan, brown skin, brown eyes. And they said that you can't date him. My mother is about as stubborn as they came. That didn't really go over well. So she would continue to date him undercover with her friends. Say, oh, I'm going out with Glenn Barnes, who was perfectly acceptable. But she wasn't. And they found out. So my grandfather said, look, I will set you up in any business anywhere in the world you want to be in. Or you can go to any college anywhere in the world you want to be in. You just have to stop dating this man. And she was young, and she refused the offer. So my grandfather then took my mom out of college, put her on a plane and sent her to relatives in Brooklyn, New York. And my father, you know, money was hard to come by in the late 40s. My father gathered with all these friends from Lewis and Clark, and they gathered their money together, and they bought her a plane ticket back. But before they got married, my grandfather sent a lawyer to my mother's boarding house and showed her in Oregon law where it was illegal for a white woman to date or be involved with a Native American. This was 1947. This was the law in the Oregon books at that time. She ignored it, of course. Married my father anyway. About a year later, my father finished his master's in chemistry from Lewis and Clark. And they decided to move back to Alaska because my father wanted to continue to help his people. And my mother, you can imagine, here is this woman who has been kind of living a pretty upper middle class life in Oregon, going to Alaska in the 1940s. Their house had one stove in it. And when my second oldest brother was born, they had to heat that stove to make sure there was enough warmth in this Quonset hut, essentially, for my brother. That's how bad it was in Alaska in the 1940s. My mom was a bright, fierce woman who took to Alaska because she loved her husband. And then my uh, father got an opportunity for a job in Ketchikan, which is where I was born. And he became the director of the community college there. My mother encouraged him to get his doctorate. And so he did. And my father became the first Alaska native to have a doctorate. And during all this time, she and he just continued to have an amazing love for one another that is just hard to describe. I remember going to the place in Ketchikan where, you know, at Friday nights they would have dancing or something and hearing these stories about my parents. And they would say, no, you have no idea how good a dancer your parents are. We get off the dance floor just to watch them dance. And then they would ask my parents to sing because my parents had these amazing singing voices. So 
they were absolutely devoted to one another. And they moved to Oregon, where all of their friends from Lewis and Clark College that had been participating in this met. And so I would go home from college or medical school or graduate school, and I would be imposing on them staying at their house because they had this huge social circle of friends from Lewis and Clark College that remembered. And I heard more of these stories about how tough it was with my grandparents. But I never knew this until I heard this from this group of Lewis and Clark friends. And then we watched over the years as one by one the Lewis and Clark people died. It was sad because there were 30 of them and these people would get together and they were kind of all retired and they would do things and every twice a month they would get together for birthdays. And then my mom, who was the most incredibly brilliant person I've ever met, and I have met incredibly brilliant people, developed dementia. But every day, my dad would be with my mom and he would sit with her and they would talk, and they would snuggle, and they would cuddle, and they would laugh, and they would kiss every single day, sometimes twice a day. And she would look forward to him coming up there. Never once did she lose who he was. And then, on February 20th, my mom died. We got my dad out of there right away, and, but he came and lived with us, and it was the middle of COVID, so he ended up living with me for five months. And every day, I would say, how are you doing, Dad? I said, you know, son, I dream about her every night. Every night, I go to bed. And do you know what we do? We dance. She's there. Their worlds collided at a time when they shouldn't have collided. And over the course of 73 years, they had a love story that any of us would want. We'll be right back after this short break. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. Girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Isn't it lovely how you can hear the love that someone has for their parents' relationship in their voice? Very much so. I mean, uh, such the way he told it was just heart-wrenching and beautiful and so sweeping. Like it was a sweeping love story. It was, wasn't it? It was Very it was so. incredible. I particularly love the part where he talks about how his parents encourage each other. I think that's such an, a, a foundational element to a relationship where you are each other's biggest fans. Whether yeah. you're standing on the sidelines feeding somebody lines because they forgot forgot their lines, <laughs> or you're encouraging them to get a doctorate at a time when that was probably unheard of or at least extremely rare. That's that's lovely. I love the part where you are your partner's biggest fan. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if your partner is embracing you as their star, what more could you ask for, really? My favorite part, like, I really love how the friends of the parents banded together to support yes. this couple. I mean, that just goes to show how it really takes a village, doesn't it? I also love how much he talked about how how everyone loved to watch them dance and sing. Yes. It's it's yeah. such a different cultural time, right? Like if you went to Absolutely. a bar and then a couple just got up and sang, you'd be like, what is, this is not a karaoke bar. What is happening yeah. right now? I, I just love that. Before 
I think I found somebody who I would want to grow old like that with that. I would have been like, oh, that's nice. But now I'm like, oh, that could be us. Because <laughs> it's such a sweet, lovely thing that even, you know, you're always dancing. It's, it's so much fun. And isn't that, you know, isn't that that fun cornerstone? Like, isn't that such a great thing for a relationship? That was just the sweetest, but also most epic forbidden love story I have ever heard. Alicia, do you have any love to go? It's such a dream to have somebody, of course, so devoted to you and feel so loved. And I read a study somewhere that said that the partners that stay together the most are the ones who have fun and who laugh together and enjoy all the little things, but also just, just go and dancing, like go dancing with your partner, whatever it is that you love that makes you laugh together. I highly recommend that. You can't go wrong, right? Yes. Yes. Go and find the people in your life who are important and ask how they met each other. I guarantee you it is a story that will probably make you cry and one that you will definitely want to remember. And in fact, you can remember it by writing it down and emailing it to us because we would love to hear it. Please tell us everything. We would love, love, love to know. And we have a bonus love to go straight from Dr. Simpson. I think that it's easy for people to settle. And it's easy for people to come in and out of relationships. There's always that person that you have a chance to find in your life that you would change your whole world for, isn't there? And if you meet that person, and if you'd change your life for that person, and they would change their life for you, don't pass it up. Because that doesn't come along every day. It just doesn't. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Love Struck Daily. We hope you have that awe feeling as much as we do. We'll be back with another fresh love story tomorrow and new episodes are up every day, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a review and spread the word about the show because everyone needs more love in their lives. And don't forget, ask the people in your life how they met because we want to hear about their love stories. And your love stories. Absolutely. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. And all of us wish you a happily ever after. Ever after.